Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to If We Could Just Say. I am your host, Stephen Ogle, and with me, as always, is my lovely co-host and wife, Jessica Carter Ogle. Hi, everybody. I'm a little delayed today. I had a lot of wine yesterday. <laughs> we'll get to that. Yeah. Woo. She stayed up late. She kept me up late oh last night, God. folks. Insane. Well, I'm coming off of, what, four four days in a row? This is my fourth day in a row off, and you're third. And last week it was like five days off. I'm yeah. so tired. Like, so weird. Yeah, and so it happened again, I guess. I need to not muck up my last day like no matter how many days i have off it seems that that last sunday i muck it up and i feel like garbage i can i can tell you why because you schedule yourself to the gills you don't take a vacation I, you take a you take a scheduled i have to get everything done i can and these days i have day off and that's not that's not vacation why do you think i said in order for me to actually relax we need to go away somewhere hmm. yeah chill I, sit and chill. I don't know what that means. What does that mean? <laughs> I, I'm from the lineage of Mildred and Karen. I don't even understand <laughs> what you're saying. Yeah, and I'm, uh, yeah, I just, no, I don't but know. But also, I did relax. Like, I, me, me just sitting there, like my 911 weekend when you went to the U of M game, like, that also gave me anxiety. <laughs> So, like, <laughs> I need a middle where at least there's a load tumbling in the dryer. Oh, my gosh. She can't not, folks. I try. She cannot not, folks. Wow. <laughs> Sorry, not folks. <laughs> Anywho, yes. Yeah. So, so, so time off again for the so holiday we, time. Um, as you know, at least one week into December, we end up in Tennessee for his family's Christmas. Yep. So, December always seems so busy by i hate to say losing that one weekend because i don't feel like it's a going it's not a loss going to your families of course it's just that you you lose a weekend and we're going longer this year so we're going to even be gone a little bit longer but so it's like we try to get everything in that we have to in whatever time we have like i feel like i haven't really seen many of my friends i'm trying to even just kicking off this thursday friday off i met my friend molly um, for a happy hour on Wednesday, because I'm like, I feel like I haven't even seen her in forever. Yeah, we haven't. I seen don't remember the last time I saw Molly, to be honest. Uh, we were we we did the two breweries the last time I saw them. Oh my gosh, it was over the summer. Yeah, I don't know if I've seen her since then. Yeah, but so that was, I mean, that was nice to do. So we did that and caught up, and you know that was nice. But it's just crazy, like the time. There's never enough. Yeah, no, I've I've tried to schedule with Jared. And like it might happen, it, yeah. it might not because it's the holidays. We both yeah. are busy, and like we penciled something in. But like it's like I hope it happens because I haven't actually seen him since your birthday, which yeah. was July. I mean, we went out with Ricky and Andrea when Ricky was on the podcast, and they talked about some kind of holiday thing happening in like Howell, and they were going to let us know, and we were going to try and do it, and. You know, nothing, we're all busy. I, we didn't hear from them. And I'm like, oh gosh, that's probably over already. I have no idea. That, like, was, that was 10 weeks ago. Yeah. Because we had them on episode 28. We're on episode 38. But I just so, mean like the holiday yeah. thing could be over. Like we're both busy. We, we forget. Time flies. Like it's it's just crazy. And even if even if we, if it if the holiday thing isn't over, it doesn't matter. Like we have every weekend scheduled. We do. Now and then. We do. It's so. crazy. 
And, like, I wanted to do a shopping day with my mom. Like, as you all know, me and my gal like to go shopping. So we did it on Thursday. Like, she came over at, like, 9 o'clock Thursday morning for us yeah. to get, like, a head start. Um, oh, it was so funny, folks. They went to leave. And I'm, I, 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 we oh, do, this yeah. thing, do this thing where uh, we, we, we take Soph to the, to the window. She sits in her spot. And we wave to the person who's leaving. Right. Either, either I'm leaving or Jess is leaving regardless. And I always tell Soph to wag her tail, say goodbye, which she does about half the time, which is cute. She really listens, that one. Um but uh, they were leaving, and I, I waved at them, and then I found out like later on when they got back that that was not Karen driving, and yeah. I totally thought it was Karen driving. <laughs> I said something about driving, and he's like, well, your mom drove when you left. I was like, what? That was me. He's like, no, that was your mom driving. I was like, no, actually, it was me, your wife, who was actually driving. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my gosh, what a nut. They're like twinsies, man, and when yeah. they're sitting down next to each other, you sometimes can't tell them apart. My bangs really really bring it together yeah but yeah so we did that her and my dad this year adopted a family so we were getting stuff for the family and my mom was like let's go to Kohl's and you know we went to home goods first for us to just like see what was up yeah. I found a super cute Christmas decoration of like Santa's boots with like all the like you know holly and greenery and stuff in it and I've been wanting one of those for a long time. And I picked it up out of the cart to put it on the counter. And it bumped the cart, fell out of my hand, and, like, shattered on the floor. Aww. And so I'm picking up the pieces. And then there's a lady in line with a dog behind me. And she's coming up next. And I was like, be careful of the dog's paws. Like, also, are dogs allowed in home goods? Because, I mean, I wouldn't bring soap. That store would be destroyed. But nonetheless. <laughs> either, either that or your hands and arms yeah. would be destroyed from trying to hold her. Exactly. But we went to Kohl's to try to do the shopping for the family. And I don't know. Like, I never have good luck at Kohl's. I just feel like it is just a huge mess. And, like, for some reason, my mom and I were like, yeah, let's go. It's going to be great. And, like, we were so overwhelmed in there. And I was like, let's just go to Old Faithful and we can get everything we need there. And so we went to the bullseye and we got everything that we needed. <laughs> and then some. Yeah. Yep. So, and then Plymouth has a mistletoe market. Um, it was just on Thursday, I believe. And so we went down there, they had vendors and I stumbled upon this really cute, um, coffee cart called Hazel Coffee Company. And there's a little old camper. Um, she, I guess was in Texas and started it and came back home to Michigan, which is where she's from. But their coffee was great. I even bought like a sweatshirt because it was basically like nude colored and I just love a nice neutral. So I got that and like we went to this one vendor that had like dog food. It's called um, Gracie's Dog Haven. Oh. All of their um, proceeds go to senior dogs. So Gracie's Dog ha Haven is like where senior dogs, where life begins for senior dogs. So that's cool. Yeah. And I bought like they had all of the... um dehydrated um like i bought sofa pig's foot like i'll post a picture like a legit pig's foot almost like 12 inches long just like a dehydrated pig's foot like when i got home and put and she also got like a duck head she got a few things and i'll show a picture it's crazy when i put it on the counter she like jumped up on the counter to smell it I gave her one thing because my mom wanted her to see the chicken foot. Now, when you say jumped up on the counter, was it all fours or just two two paws? Oh my there? gosh, just the front two paws. All right, hey man, you got to give the visual there. Yes, but Ooh. so we gave her a little chicken foot to eat, and she ate it and she finished it, and then 
my mom left and Steven's like, oh, I guess she wasn't done. I go, what do you mean? And I look back and she had the chicken wing and I looked up and the bag on the counter had been knocked over and she had pulled the chicken wing out and went back to her place. I was like, oh, heck no. I don't think so, young lady. Yep. So she, I just snatched that bag from her and she, I had to keep the, I have to keep the stuff in the Florida room. Yep. And she knew she was in trouble too. She's like, oh no. Yeah. I thought this was for me. It is, but not then. Yeah. Needless to say, me and my gal had a blast, as we always do, shopping and grabbing food. We had we took a selfie with these really cute cookies that we bought. It was just quite adorable. <laughs> a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Um, then that night, we turned around. We gave her the pig's foot. Yes. Her meaning Soph, not yes. your mom, not to confuse the listeners. And, uh, and then we had some had some drinks, some cards, and some vinyl. Yeah, so we like to do a tradition, especially since, just like we said, the holidays get so crazy. Yeah. We go to Tennessee for a good weekend. His mom comes here for Christmas. That doesn't leave us a lot of, like, alone time around the holidays and especially around Christmas itself. So we implemented a new tradition where we would find a new cocktail and make it, have a cocktail, listen to all of our Christmas vinyl, yep. and play cards. And, and we that's had a, sort of like an us night. And we had a lot of new vinyl to listen to this year. Yeah. I had just purchased um, back in November. It was uh, it became available again, um, the Reliant K Christmas um which is one of my favorite Christmas albums yep. because it's got they do all kinds of styles of of songs like they do the 12 days of Christmas but they do it in like a punk rock style which is really cool. It's a really good album. Um, I think they are um respectful of like the traditionalness of the songs but with yeah. their own spin like you can still sing along to them. There's like a couple songs I've never heard before. I don't know if they're original or not, but it's a good album. Reliant K Let It Snow. Let it snow, baby. baby. Let it rain, dear. Yes. Um, the cool thing is, is that they do the all Lang Syne. Uh, I don't know if I'm even pronouncing that right. I probably just meant old Lang Syne. Yeah. yeah. They do that, but they do it in the tradition of the Beach Boys, where it's a cappella, and then at the end, uh, Matt from Reliant K comes in and hi, this is Matt from Reliant K speaking for, and then he names all the other guys yeah. just like the Beach Boys do, and Brian Wilson does it. Yep. Uh, it's very cool. Like, and if you're a Beach Boys fan, when you hear that, you're like, "Oh man, Reliant K, this band that's from Canada, that's like been a punk rock band all this time." You get to see what they listened to when they were a kid. They listened to the Beach Boys Christmas. That's what I think is cool about artists who you would not even think are fans of other artists or influenced by. Yeah. Um. What else do we have? We have an album. Um, from a artist called Charles Brown, which yes. is a really great Christmas album. We listened to my Dean Martin. Yep. We have a She and Him album. If you know who She and Him is, it's oh Zoe Deschanel, and I honestly don't know the name of the him, but she's the she. Yeah. Um. What a great album. She's got a great voice. Yeah. And you you get a little bit a little bit of that in Elf, but man, on this album, it's just. Oh, I also fantastic. like, and you mentioned it too. The their baby, it's cold outside, is reversed. Yeah. So she's the one trying to get him to stay, and he's the one wanting to go. Yeah. Which I still think that song is great, and the world is just insane. Yeah. Um, some of the other new ones we got this year are the Vince Guaraldi Trio for the Charlie Brown, which was fun to listen to. Yeah, because like you you're basically getting all the music from the Charlie Brown Christmas on a vinyl. Yeah. It's very cool. And there is a guy named Boots Randolph. He's a saxophonist. He, he used he yeah. did the Benny Hill song, if you're familiar with it. He did that. So. so I have a regular album of his, but I got Boots and Stockings by Boots Randolph, which was great. 
So it was just fun. We have a Kenny Rogers, Dolly Parton album. Those are some of our new ones this year. Yeah, and uh, and you can't go wrong with Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton. If, no. if you if you don't like Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton, I really don't know what to say to you because those two people are just like salt of the earth people. Like, like, it, great, great voices. They they do the they do uh, traditional Christmas, and it's fantastic. I also got like an all strings album that's like all the traditional Silent Night, Away in a Manger, all that stuff, but it's all instrumental. It's all strings. So that was really cool as well. Yeah. So we listened to all those and played cards and our drink was a cranberry old fashioned. Yeah, which was really good. It was good. I had to doctor it up a little bit. So it called for rye whiskey and perhaps it would have been better with it. But since we had my birthday party, I have like three fifths of Jack and all this other like whiskey. And I'm like, <laughs> I cannot bring myself to buy another thing of whiskey. So I was like, we're just going to do this and make it our way. And I made cranberry simple syrup the night before. And that came out really good. And yeah. um, so I kind of doctored it up a little bit with adding a little more simple syrup, more muddled cranberries. They said to just pop the cranberries. I muddled them and they were really good. And then I topped it off with a little soda like club soda yeah and it ended up being really good i'm gonna have to make it on christmas eve because my mom wants to try it yeah it was really good the thing was is it uh as always jack comes across really strong sometimes and rye whiskey rye whiskey is not as strong and that's why she had to drop in some i was like is there cranberry in here because i am just i just gulped down some jack so that's probably my fault for like cheapening out but i was like i just can't i can't do it like I took stuff a, so expensive. I took a sip that day. I got off at four o'clock on Thursday and I took a sip. She had made it. She's like, all right. And I was like, well, I can tell you right now, if I drink this, uh, I'm going to be, I'm going to be tanked in like a half hour. Cause that is a lot of Jack. Woo. Yeah. Whoops. Woo. But it was good. Once I cut it, I think. So I also, I muddled. So I changed it up a little bit. I muddled the cranberries and I muddled in the oranges which I thought was really good. Added the club soda, and I think it was a much more like sippable drink. Yes, it was It was good. And I've got some holiday glasses that I got from Target. So, yeah, mm, it's yeah. good stuff. We had a good time. Then we turned around, and, um, I mean, we did no TV that night, which was a nice, nice uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, respite. Yeah, um, I could from, use more respite From uh, having to... Uh, uh, catch up on Christmas holiday movies and things that we've been yeah. doing most of the week, uh, which we'll talk about those in a later podcast Yeah, when we get like closer the, to Christmas. Yeah, I think like the next podcast maybe we'll... Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, then Friday we got up and we went to Craftique. Yeah, so Craftique is like um, a craft vendor place in Garden City. And it's, you know, they've got a bunch of different booths and people are selling stuff like some of it's like junk, some of it's great. I went. I wanted to go because last year I got a couple really cute, like vintage holiday decor items. Yeah. So, and he has gotten a couple characters before, like some Star Wars characters, um, little action figure guys. So for his basement and stuff. And I was like, why don't we go there? I just want to see if they have any holiday decor. And boy, oh boy, did they ever! They had some good stuff in there. I like the Santa Claus thing you got. It's like on a spring, and he bounces back yeah. and forth. That's I'll pretty to, cool. I should looking. take a couple of pictures of stuff. So I bought this little ceramic angel that look that looks vintage last year. It's not an angel; it's like a little girl sitting on a toy chest or some such thing. But anyway, so there were two of them last year, and I bought one of them, and I was like, "Oh, this is so cute." And when I got there on Friday, that second one was still there. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Well, I've got to get your sister. So now I have both of them. 
That's fun. I came home and I'm like, where am I going to put all this stuff? I got, what did I get while I was there? Oh, hmm. <clears throat> I wonder. What, what did I get? Oh, I got uh, two Star Wars glasses. One that says, do or do not, there is no try, which is Yoda. Yes. And the other one that says, no, comma, I am your father. Isn't it Luke, I am your father? No. <laughs> it's actually the correct quote on I the kid, glass. I kid. Everybody always says, Luke, I am your father. That is not the correct quote from the movie. The movie says, no, I am your father. Hashtag nerd alert. Yes. So I got those glasses, which uh, we drank a couple of beers out of that uh, when we yeah. got back, which was cool. Um, and they're not like, they're not pint glasses, but they fit a whole, they fit yeah, a whole. I don't know what they fit a whole they would be called. can of a beer in there so it's cool but they were cool um, their color scheme is cool too they looked different yeah and it's for it was for the 40th anniversary of empire strikes yeah. back uh which both quotes are from uh which is cool um i also got uh for my star trek side of my uh basement that i'm fixing up here i got a star trek uh uss enterprise from the original series um it's on its own little stand uh, um, it is the original NCC 1701 Enterprise. It is fantastic. And it works. You put batteries in it, and it's literally William Shatner doing the intro for the TV series Space. Oh, the, the TV The Final series? Frontier. I'll be like, on- oh, it's so cool. It's so, so cool. So I'll be honest with y'all. I have watched the one Star Trek movie with Chris Pine. When the reimagined Star Treks came out. That's all I've ever seen. I've never had any desire. I mean, I would see it randomly on like UPN on a Sunday afternoon when it was on. Um, But that's about it. And so he puts the batteries in that thing. And and even I was like, oh, that's actually cool. And then in my head I was like, oh, I kind of want to watch a Star Trek movie. But I can't tell him that. Because if I tell him that... She's already told me that she well, she wants to do a Saturday where we watch a Star Trek marathon, of which I was like, I have the perfect three movies for this. This will be great. The things we, we have, do for those we love. We have Paramount Plus, so that's going to be happening soon, and that'll be talked about on the podcast because uh, we will be watching uh, from the original series. It, if for any of you Star Trek fans out there, you know that the even-numbered from the original Star Trek cast, the even-numbered movies are excellent. The odd-numbered bo- movies are fair to Midland. Whew. They're sometimes rough. But uh, we are obviously going to start with The Wrath of Khan, which is the greatest Star Trek movie of all time and one of the best sequels to ever exist. You think he would say, you know, I'd like to spend a Saturday not watching TV and just hanging out with my wife playing cards or something. I literally just said we had a Thursday and it was great. I know, but I'm just saying how I said the thing to Uh, you, so you say the thing back to me about my stuff. What else did I get? Oh, uh, I got a a Wonder Woman uh, figurine. To go next to uh, all my yeah, DC stuff. Yeah, he got stuff. some cute toys. I got uh, Ahsoka Tano from Star Wars. I got General Grievous. Uh, well, Ahsoka Tano from Star Wars Clone Wars and Grievous from Star Wars Clone Wars. Uh, I got a little Obi-Wan Kenobi and a Han Solo. So now I have uh, I have this picture that Jess got me that's framed that says, I love you, I know, which is also from Empire Strikes Back. I between that. Leia. I don't know. It's I, between Leia and Han. Han's um, such a awesome Jerk. yes yes he's a scoundrel she likes scoundrels though which oh. is also another women don't imp- really like scoundrels they think they do but they don't <laughs> so anyways i've always had a i've had a leia 
uh, that I got at Craftique like a year ago, but I could never find a Han. Well, I a found Leia, a, huh? Well, I found I found <laughs> Han on Friday, so now I have Leia and Han. Hey, I want a Leia. Um, maybe I'll take a pic- <laughs> maybe I'll take a picture. We'll throw that up there. Um, what else did I get? Um, got to turn around and look. Well, I got cool holiday decor. I got this really cool um, heavy duty red leather strap with like Christmas bells on it. Yep, that looks really cool. It looks like it's something out of the Polar Express. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Speaking of red, I got a Iron Man. That literally stands. How how tall do you think he is? Like, he's like a regular action figure that like a five year old would play with. Like it's a huge. It's action not like figure, a though. little he's collectible like, one. It's like the actual action figure. Yeah, like more that like yeah. Yeah, but it's not like one of those small ones like no, a GI Joe correct. or something it's like that. Like, like a ruler, probably. Yeah, probably taller than maybe. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I've got that, um, which was pretty cool, and that was like three bucks. I was like, oh, how can I pass up this? Anyway, up? we and bought, I got Ant Man as well. We bought half the craft. Like the guy took like twenty minutes to ring us out. <laughs> And I'm not saying he was slow. He wasn't slow. And Steven says, I am crazy on time. But that's actually probably accurate because everything that you buy at a place like that, they have to assign to each vendor so they know who to apply the money to. So it always takes a little bit longer to check out. Yep. And when you have two hand baskets filled with items, it takes quite a while. And then I found the Ant-Man while he was still ringing us up and yeah. I added that. And to then the- I said, stand by me. Which, He's like a little kid which trying to not. grab candy bars and stuff at the checkout, and I'm like, "No, stand over here." Which I did not stand next to uh. her. I moved. I moved. I moved about the cabin, as they say. Anyway, that was fun. We had a good time. Yeah, I like going to that place. Um, it's a good time. It, it's where you find uh, one one man's uh, trash is another man's treasure. Exactly. Still, or one woman's trash is another woman's treasure. Yes. However you want to say it. Um, yeah, they got a lot of cool stuff. They do. So, and there was stuff that I passed up on, but I was like, I might come back and get that. Yeah. We'll see. It'll probably be there. Yeah, I think that we just kind of came home and chill. Oh, no, we went no. to Herman's. We went to Herman's, and uh, uh, their Italian sub with banana peppers is awesome. Steven is Herman's official banana s- or Italian sub spokesperson. Love it. It's a ga- The banana peppers is a game changer. Oh. Absolute game changer. I it can is, eat one right now. It is. I, I mean, it's a. it's brilliant. And they put the banana peppers, so the the sub, the sub they do, like the two buns are like they cut the sub open, but they don't cut it all the way through, so that bottom part doesn't break. So it's it's folded open when you get it on the plate, but the banana peppers are in the center in that folded part. So when you fold the sub up to eat it, I mean, almost every bite you get some banana peppers. It's oh fantastic. My and during the pandemic, uh, they said online that they had banana peppers, and I ordered one, and then they didn't. And so after that, I had to keep asking um, until, like, earlier this year sometime when we went. They were like, yeah. First, but, first world problems right there. Yeah. They, just, they were out of my banana peppers. It was a travesty. It sure was. I couldn't I couldn't get the sub. Oh I got to have gosh. the banana peppers. Yes. And then what else did we do this weekend? Uh, oh, I had. We went to Finders Keepers, the oh, vinyl place. That's that. where you got your Christ- some of your Christmas vinyl. Yeah, we did. Yep. Um, but then Saturday, you I went got and got inked. A, I went and got two new tattoos. Yes, folks, not one, but two. Um, we are moving uh, the sleeves forward into the forearm area. Yeah. Um, uh, my uh, my my picture on Facebook, my profile will get changed soon. Uh, I will I'll be doing that probably when we put this podcast up. I'll probably yeah. do it on the same day. Um, but yeah, uh, Jr. Tattoos by Jr. Um, man, he's a great dude. He's been tattooing me for a long time. Uh, we're going on like eight years now, going into nine next year because we got more stuff planned. Like my next appointment's in March. But uh, he did uh, on my left forearm. I have the Iron Man symbol 
uh, the triangular Iron Man symbol from um, uh, Infinity War. And then uh, on my right side, I got what DC considers considers the Holy Trinity, which is Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, all their symbols on top of each other uh, and interlaced. It's really cool looking. Um, but yeah, we'll put well we'll put po- photos up for that. But yeah, those got those two done. Um, and next up after that, I'm doing stuff related to Hawkeye and Green Arrow, and I cannot wait, man. He's it's, already got himself scheduled. Yep, got myself scheduled. I already know what my next one, two, three, four. Uh, I know what my next four tattoos are. I so. did not get tattooed. There's a real surprise. <laughs> I uh, stayed home and quote unquote relaxed in the way I would. I took so for a stroll. I did some laundry. I made a cranberry orange bread. First time ever. It was delicious. Yes, it was. Um, And I wrapped all of our Christmas gifts. So that was nice. And watched Christmas movies and a little bit of 911. Yeah. Because that's what was happening when I got home. I watched um, Noel Diary Oof. Um, on Netflix. Oof, sounds bad. And fire. then I also watched, oh shoot, I can't even remember what this one is called. Also on Netflix. Um, it is called Christmas with You with a one Mr. Freddie Prince Jr. What? Yeah, so that was pretty exciting stuff. Um, Noel Diary um, was actually pretty good. I did not hate it. It's with uh, Justin Hartley. He was um, oh yeah the Kevin on This Is Us. Yep. Um, it was actually kind of a sweet movie. Um, it was it was good. It was actually had like acting, like good acting and stuff. And then I went like the cheesy route. Then I tried to watch a couple more and I quit. And I was like, this is ridiculous. And I just watched 911. But yeah. So that was our weekend pretty much. Pretty much. And now we're on Sunday recording. Yep. And uh, this week, my mom and I are going to see Tina, the Tina Turner musical on Tuesday. So we are excited about that. That's going to be fun. I'll probably just go over there after work and hang out. I haven't seen like my dad and my brother. So go hang out over there. That'll be fun. I'm really looking forward to that. Um, I think I mentioned that she sang, the girl doing it, sang at the parade on Thanksgiving. So we got a little taste of what it's going to be like. Yeah. Um, I hope you guys have fun with it. Yes. It will be a good time. I uh, The other thing I did this weekend, I believe I did on, uh, oof, maybe it was Wednesday night. I can't remember which night. Uh, I finished Last of Us Part 1. Um, on PS4. Yeah, that was Wednesday because it was when I was out with Molly. Yeah, uh, man, I tell you what, a very compelling story. Uh, most video games have cutscenes these days, but this game, in the 20 hours it took for me to play it, had an hour and a half worth of cutscenes total. Like, that's a lot for a video game. That's I've like a movie. I've never even heard of that until you started playing this. Oh, they've been doing cutscenes like this for oh, I, I believe mean, for, it. for a long time. But if Mario and Luigi weren't involved, I don't know about it. <laughs> um, but yeah, Last of Us Part 1, what a compelling story. Uh there is there is two twists at the end that I did not see playing out the way they played out. Um and it gets it gets pretty intense. Towards, I think you and Wes have probably been texting about it like every day. Yeah, yeah. Wes and I've been talking about it. I'm getting ready. I, I have the uh, the DLC downloadable content Ugh. for the first game. I have to play. I hate when he says that, I me. have an origin story part to play. That's a few hours worth of gameplay that plays with Ellie. Um, it's her backstory. Uh, the main character is Joel, and you start off with his story, so you get his backstory. But uh, Ellie, you never get her backstory. It's just 
she gets added to the story yeah. and she becomes the main part of the story, but you don't know how she got there. So there's a DLC pack that I have uh, that came with the game um, to uh, to play, and then I'll play part two. So hopefully, nice. hopefully I'll get done before the series the premieres on HBO in mid January. So that's my goal is to get that done over the holidays because that is a that's a really cool story. It's there's a lot of gameplay. It reminds me of playing Bioshock. It reminds me of playing a little bit of uh, Resident Evil with the gameplay, a little bit of Dead Space. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, I love the story. The story is so compelling. Like it's it's intense. Like there's a I feel there's like a part it- where Joel falls off this two story building and gets rebarb through him mm-hmm. and she literally like you're that's your character like you've played as him the whole game you're like two-thirds of the way through the game and then he gets this injury and storyline wise he passes out and it go- fades to black and when it comes back up you're like there's three feet of snow on the ground you're in the middle of of colorado and you're playing as ellie trying to hunt f- down food to it, provide for it kind of makes me think of those choose your own adventures books like um i know video like the majority of video games when we were young you just played the whole thing there was nothing that happened aside from yeah so like this kind of feels like a bridge of like new age choose your own adventure kind of things because there's stuff that happens that you don't get to control and then there's just like the stuff that you do yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. That's kind of what it reminds me of. And uh and, and you have a choice. Like you can go you can choose not to interact with the people that are trying to kill you. You can go around them. Right. And, so and you're choosing your own adventure. Do you want to do it? Do you not yeah. wanna? Yeah. And and all the time I'm always like, let's take these people out, they're bad yeah. people, so I'm down for it. Um but uh you get Ellie at, at this point where you're hunting a deer, which is they actually made it really hard to do because you have a bow and arrow. That's it. Yeah. Like, and as me, who grew up shooting archery when I was six years old, all the way to 17, I was like, oh, this is cool, man. I like this. This yeah. is fun. Never never get to do this type of thing in a video game. Um, but yeah, man, story. Very compelling story. I enjoyed it a lot. I can't wait to watch the show because I saw like a brief, I don't know, I saw like a brief four seconds, four seconds of it. And I was like, oh, man, that looks just yeah. like it. It's so cool. Like. I was like, all right. And then I forgot to mention that yesterday. So obviously I said I'm a little woozy today. I was drinking some wine while I was doing everything yesterday. And like, (laughs) that was too much wine. But nonetheless, Um, when he got home, we ventured into, we told you guys about him making his one Chicago spreadsheet. Yeah. And we started watching Chicago Fire. So we were literally up till like 3 a.m. Yep. So not only was I a little woozy on wine, I was up till 3 a.m. So, hey, I kept asking today her. I sort of feel like I'm in a fog. I kept asking her, you want to watch another? Ache. And she's like, one more, one more, one more. And that happened about five or six times. So I was like, all right, cool. And then I was like, I got to um, go to bed. And, and, and I got to make a mention uh, with the spreadsheet thing. I have to both uh, credit and blame. I credit, Jess will blame, Jared for my spreadsheet obsessions of me making spreadsheets of things because it started with him. And, uh, yeah, it's, I, I, I have taken it into my own thing. But he man, even called you Friday night to tell you about a spreadsheet he made. Yes. So yes. I was like, this is unbelievable. <laughs> Friday night's in your 40s. Yep. Uh, which, happy birthday to Jared. He, uh, he turned uh, 41 this week. Yes, happy birthday. And happy birthday to Katie. She turned 31, my cousin Katie. Her yeah. birthday was the third, so yesterday. Yep. They so happy birthday. They have the sa- same birthday. They have the same birthday. Yes. So happy birthday to you guys. I hope you guys had great birthdays. Yeah. Cool. 
All right. I think that's it for us. If anyone wanted a rundown of our week, that's pretty much what it was. That is what it was, yes. yes. Um, so we were going to talk some movies this yes. week, uh, some movies that we've watched over the course of this year. Uh, one of them we watched a long time ago in the beginning of the year, but the other ones we've watched just recently. Yeah, but I feel like they all kind of go together. So I Yeah, a little yeah. bit. Yeah. They're, uh, so uh, these are kind of, I mean, always with movies, you got to suspend disbelief a little bit, but there's not much belief to to suspend on these first two which uh yeah. one being raymond and ray which my wife <laughs> likes to call what'd you call it alex alex and andy alex and andy which is not at all what it is raymond no, and but ray. then he got really aggravated so that's what i kept calling it yep. so raymond and ray it stars ewan mcgregor and ethan hawk yep and they're half brothers who are kind of estranged but brought back together when they're dad who they are totally estranged from dies yes and he wants them in his will to dig his grave it is very bizarre it is um ethan hawk gets kind of dramedy i feel like a little bit yeah because there's some humor in there ethan hawk gets better with age I think he yeah. gets he gets I much feel better. Like, man, he's back. Like Maybe I just he never laughed. Maybe I just didn't know. I rewatched him in Moon Knight recently, which I think is is extremely. Uh, it, he does not get talked about enough for that role. Oh, he's a great villain. Yeah, he was a great villain. It's he's like a, a like a cult leader type. Yeah, and it's, it, he's cr- crazy. Like he frustrates the viewer because like he's that kind of like villain. It's it's great. Uh, but in this, I I highly recommend this movie. It was yes. very like heartstrings a little bit wacky a little bit like oh my gosh but just very like at the core like family and relationships and i i liked it they're different you know two sons growing up in the same house i mean their names are raymond and ray so think about and named after their dad the dad who like named them both you know yeah so like that's kind of crazy and just like the dysfunction but you you being siblings and growing up in the same house but remembering things differently or choosing to think of things differently and all that kind of family dynamic i've i've always really been into like the psychology of all of that so it was good also with the way they react to their father dying they have they're completely different people yes so they have a different feeling about him dying you know one is like good riddance the other one's like uh we need to go to this funeral and it's like as a viewer i'm looking at it going I'm with the good riddance. Like, yeah. and I don't even know the the story yet, but I'm already with the good riddance because I can tell that there's a lot of animosity there. And I'm like, why would you put yourself through that? Um, but man, the story the story is great. Um, it's it's really well done. I I enjoyed it a lot. Yes, I also liked it. Yeah. And um, then the next movie we saw a while ago. Yeah. But it's a fantastic movie. It's called Uncle Frank. Which uh Raymond and Ray is on Apple TV oh. by the way and uh Uncle Frank is on Prime. Yes. Um it's really good. It takes place in 73 when an uncle and his niece are taking a road trip back from like Manhattan to South Carolina, I believe, yep. for um his dad's funeral. And like the thing is he is a gay man and that has caused a lot of rift with him and his family and his dad and him not him having to flee to New York to be who he is and his whole experience coming back for the funeral and you see like memories and things that have happened to him that shape how he is and he Paul Bettany is amazing in the role the character is great like the character of Frank I saw the trailer and I was instantly like pulled in 
It's a very like human story. Yeah, Paul Bettany's great. Uh, Judy Greer, Stephen Root. Um, there's uh, Peter Mac. Desi, I think is how you say his name. M A C D I S S I. I've never seen him in anything. I enjoyed him. He's on the part of the road trip. Um, and the girl playing his niece is uh, Sophia uh, Lilas. I those three in the car. Yes. The dynamic there. Yep. The it, like Uncle one, Frank, her and his boyfriend. Like it's yeah, and and you get this. It's it's once again you get it's 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 dealing with a father a father dying and you get this three different people in a car yep. feeling differently about it and also having their own experiences in the family and it's man it's great and Paul Bettany man Paul Bet- Bettany's underrated in my opinion oh he's, he's an excellent actor he's fantastic I mean just think of alone he literally in the Marvel universe basically plays like a a droid like a robot yeah. And he, there is so much life that he brings to that. Yes. Which is like the, the juxtaposition of the metal robot type person and all the human element that yep. he brings to it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's really good. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy right now because you just brought up him playing Vision. Anyway, I didn't even have to bring it up. That's great. Yeah. I said something else this week that made you nerd out. Yeah. I, can't I, I don't remember what it was. I thought you wrote it down. Maybe you wrote it down in a note on your phone. I, I don't, don't know. I don't remember. But yes, Paul Bettany, very yeah. underrated. Um, I watched that dude in anything. Yeah, he's a great actor. I really enjoyed it, and I really enjoyed the movie. Just, I don't know. It um, kind of had the vibe of like, remember um, we recommended Tender Bar with yes. Ben Affleck. Yes. Also takes place in that time frame. Just sort of like the quote unquote black sheep of the family yeah. having to come home or having to do you know the poster says no one comes home no no one ho- comes home to family without baggage yeah it's good i think yeah. it's good really yeah, it's, good yeah, and it's realistic apparently there is a theme here because the next movie is also about um the patriarch dying yeah uh, this is actually this is accidental yeah i did not realize raymond and ray uncle frank and the third movie is an older movie from 2003 Steven had never seen it, but it's called Big Fish. Yeah. Um, I don't know if any of you have ever seen it. Also, Ewan McGregor. Not Ewan on McGregor. purpose having two Ewan McGregors. Yep. But um, let's see. It's basically about a son trying to determine fact from fiction in his father's life. Yeah. So it tells the story of like Ewan McGregor, and he tells a lot of tall tales, has all these adventures, and whenever he tells stories, they sound super outlandish, and it frustrates his son because he's like i want to know my dad and all i get told are these outlandish stories and now you're dying and you know it's just about i think just understanding who people are yeah and i think i really enjoyed the movie um so you have billy uh kurt up kurt up you have jessica lang allison loman helena bottom carter albert finney uh marion cot cotliard um man so many people people in it yeah Yeah. a lot of people in this movie albert feeney did i say albert feeney he plays the the older version of ed bloom which is uh ewan mcgregor yeah um it's just really cool i think it's just a lot about how you live your life how you i think there's something to be said being positive being happy is a choice yeah. And I think he always tried to be that way. And his son was just a son growing up, coming of age, 
trying to reconcile the fact that he no longer believes his dad's stories anymore and feels like then he doesn't know his dad. Which, um, interestingly enough, um, the thing is, is that you told me as we were watching the movie, you're like, oh man, I forgot about that. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. But what you remembered, and I won't spoil it here because yeah. I had never seen it, 19-year-old movie, so it's possible there's listeners that have never seen it. The ending lands. Yes. So- it and land. that's what I remember. And you will not forget that ending. I remember being like, I I just remember that and how everything tied together and how everything hit. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I, I want to watch that story again. But the story itself, there was a lot that I didn't remember. He's yeah. like, didn't you see this? You said you saw this. I'm like, I remember the end. I remember how good the end was and yeah. how they tied it all. Yeah. And they, I mean... A movie that seems all over the place by the end of the movie, it it is yeah. all in line and yeah, makes perfect just, sense. Yeah, oh, it's 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 just a good, beautiful ending, a good narrative on how to live your life yeah. and how to accept people for who they are. And when someone's showing you them in the only way they know how, it's not up to you to determine if that's right or wrong. Yep, you know, and yep. I think that that's a really valid life lesson. For anybody. Yeah. So those are the three movies. We definitely thumbs up all of them. Yep. I say watch them. Let us know what you think. Um, we. I'm going to call an audible live on the podcast here. What? I'm going to call an audible. We weren't going to talk about Black Panther, but I feel like it fits with the three stories we just talked about. The okay. three movies. Because Black Panther Wakanda Forever has... Chadwick Boseman that we know passed away. Yeah. And with the beginning of that movie, it immediately deals yeah. with that. And at that part, like his mom is still alive, but he would technically be more of like the patriarch role. Yes. So that does line up with the death of the patriarch. Yeah. I mean, he was the king. So not to be confused with down with the patriarchy. Yeah. But yes. Um, and immediately they deal with, the fact that Cherie, his sister, is trying to do everything she can to fix and cure him of this unknown disease. Yeah. This unknown The thing. interesting thing with that is I feel like she, you've all had to have seen Black Panther by now. I guess stop listening if not. Yes. But the whole thing for her, I think, is that she spends so much time trying to save him that she doesn't spend any time with him. Yes. And it's just, I think, the human nature of trying to be in control and to control things and to fix things. And there are some things you cannot fix. And if you cannot accept that, then you miss out on that last little bit of life. Like her mom kept saying, like, see your brother. And she's like, I'm trying to save him. Well, she didn't. And so she didn't even get to say goodbye. Yeah. And like, man. That was rough. that, That movie starts with a gut punch. Yeah. It really does. I think they did it well. I it, mean, as we all know, Chadwick Boseman did pass away in real life. So yeah. I think that they were very respectful in in how they bookended that movie about him. It, for every single comic book movie I've ever seen uh, in the theater, for every single midnight showing I went to for like Lord of the Rings and, and Hobbit and all that kind of stuff, um, this movie in the theater had the quietest theater watching 
that I yes. have ever seen because I think everybody in the theater was glassy eyed going, oh my God. It was fantastic. Even like people are always talking. I hate going to the movies because yes. of the peop- other people that are there. And this was the first time I was like, oh my gosh, I don't hear, you could hear a pin drop. The The only other time in the theater that I can remember feeling like I could hear a pin drop was at the end of Fa- Fast and Furious 7. Mm. When they're having Paul Walker go off. Yeah. Literally the crowd, like literally everybody in the room was just like dead silent. And that's what the beginning of Black Panther Wakanda forever was. It was, they go to the logo, the Marvel Studios logo, where they show all the uh, Marvel characters from all the different Marvel movies and they got clips and stuff. And it's all Chadwick Boseman stuff from all of his roles instead of other people. And it's purple instead of red. And it's just like, it goes through that. There's this, just soft orchestral music underneath it. It's not the Marvel fanfare, and literally, like you, you could hear a pin drop in the room if that's if that orchestral music wasn't playing. You could hear a pin drop, and I liked that. Yes. Now the movie itself, I did not love because I felt like I had barely any Black Panther, barely any Wakanda, and I felt like it was a backdoor pilot for another character that Marvel doesn't have the rights to use as a main character or advertise. So instead they took over Wakanda forever movie to tout this guy. And it's the same thing I felt with the supposed third captain America movie, which was not a captain America movie. It was a movie about the Avengers, which was BS because they're around enough. So I feel like that was my issue with this movie and I just, I didn't like that part of it. That is uh, Tanakh Harara. I think I'm saying his name right. I, I'm, I he's he's uh, he's I from know. Latin descent. Uh, he plays Namor, Namor the Submariner. Um, Namor is the first Marvel superhero. First one. That's that is what everybody knows now. So ever and I si- get that. I ev- just ever since Marvel Studios came out with Iron Man in two thousand and eight, um, everybody's wondered when are we going to get Namor. And the reason why we haven't got Namor prior to this is because Universal owns the rights for Namor, just like they do Hulk. But they own the their the technicalities written into the contract for that character is the like the most insane stuff. Like literally for Namor. For Namor. That's why Namor, I feel like he shouldn't have been the one that they chose to be the villain. Like he can't be he can't li- literally be the the name of the movie cannot be Namor. He cannot be the main character in the movie. He cannot have his him his image only on a poster unless it's part of a series of posters. So like they did the Wakanda Forever posters yeah. and they picked the five main stars. He gets a poster then. But literally like he can't have just his own poster for him unless it's, just, it's part of a series. So it is that, insane what they have to like, That to me just turned I, I just felt yeah. like they stole the Black Panther movie from Black Panther and Wakanda and gave it to these sea people who are sometimes blue. <laughs> sometimes And blue. I was like, we had just watched a um, Avatar trailer, and then all of a sudden all these blue mer people fly out of the water, <laughs> and I'm like, did I hit? The, did I get in the wrong theater? Where am I right now? Um, I just feel like it was... It wouldn't have been my choice. I just feel like Black Panther was so big, and it was so big for like the African-American community to have that movie and to take the sequel and 
I feel like take it away from the Wakandans was just weird to me. Um, I mean, in the comics, uh, Black Panther and Namor are all, almost always at odds with one another. They're both good guys, but Namor's more of an anti-hero. He's more of a, I care about my people, I don't care about everybody else. I don't think he came off as an anti-hero in this. I think he came off as a villain. He he sometimes does. Um, some it, like he's also a mutant. He's the first mutant in Marvel comics as well. So, uh, which they didn't tap into that in the movie. It was just like but, too much of that. But he's a guy that is like he's prickly a lot of times. But he chooses himself and his people every time over everybody else. I just feel like they did the best they could to make him the star of the movie with him not being able to be the star of the movie. And to me, I feel like we should have done that a different way. Because I really love Wakanda. I love the Dormelage. Yeah. I love the guy whose name I can't remember that lives in the hills. Uh, M'Baku. M'Baku is who I was hoping would be Black Panther. Like, I love the culture they've created yeah. for Wakanda. And I love that they were in Haiti and all of this stuff. And I just feel like then taking me underwater for this bozo just like took me out of all of that and took me away from it. Yeah. Um, they did this. Oh, I, shout out to my girl Bassett though. Angela Bassett. Yes. I love you forever. Steals it. I love you forever. Every Athena scene. Athena Grant 911. Every you. scene that she is in, she absolutely yeah. steals. She is a powerhouse. Like when people yes. talk about a powerhouse, oh my gosh, that is her. Yes. She's amazing. She is a absolute scene stealer. Um, well, I'll let you talk. Powerful. Like that was my main stuff. I'm sure you've got other. Uh, for me, like I absolutely wanted Mbaku to become Black Panther. Oh, me too. I'm, I love Mbaku. Like I'm not gonna say so I, cool. I, I don't want to spoil it and say who becomes Black Panther, but I'll just tell you it's not Mbaku, and that was a disappointment for me because I felt like based on the first movie, that's the most obvious character to give it to. Yeah. Um, I know that in the comics, uh, right now where I'm at, which I'm reading stuff from 2000. 14 and 2015 so i'm very far behind um uh, but in the comics sheree is black panther um and t'challa is still alive in the comics and he still has the black panther abilities but sheree is the queen of wakanda um so i mean like i, I i'm fine if they want to go that route that's cool it works for the comics i get it that it helps them sell more comics and that's cool um they they just they have they had options with this movie to do stuff that would have been a swerve, and they didn't. Yeah, agreed. They didn't swerve they enough did on this They did what everyone thought they were going to do, and although they hoped for something else, they did exactly what we knew they were going to do. But the one thing, the one thread through the entire movie that they do that Marvel does better than everybody else that does superhero stuff, I don't care if it's DC, I don't care if it's another company doing a offshoot or a graphic novel or whatever they deal with grief better yeah. than anybody they do and that you feel yep. chadwick boseman's t'challa through that entire and they movie. they bookend it it's like when we saw when the first thing i said when black adam ended yeah i looked at you and i said they just don't have the heart that marvel does marvel is good at making those characters and those superheroes human yes and DC has not found a way to humanize their characters. Not yet. They haven't. They have James Gunn in charge now. Yeah. And he's been posting stuff on his social media of, of, of giving hints and clues of what might be coming. 
and and also another uh um he did uh, uh Guardians of the Galaxy the Christmas special which we'll talk about when we talk about our Christmas stuff. Yeah. Um Next his ability to put heart in something, I hope he brings that over to DC cuz that's what they need. Yeah. They need. Uh the comic books for DC, they have heart in them, but they have a lot of action and I feel like the movies have capitalized on the action and not so much the heart that they can put in it. And I hope that they start putting in heart into their stuff because that's that's what makes you have to humanize those characters I mean, in a way. Even if you look at all of the movies that we've talked about today, we'll leave you with these final thoughts. It's all about heart. It's yes. all about humanity. And I think at the end of the day, when you're watching a story about people and struggles and things like that, you have to have that humanity in there or you're not connected to the characters. And and when Stan Lee made Spider-Man, Spider-Man was about a kid growing up, going through puberty, having powers and dealing with that. The Incredible Hulk was about dealing with anger management. Yeah. Iron Man was about uh, dealing with the fact that like he's just a human being. What can he do to make what can he do to protect his family and protect those around him? How is he going to use his brain to yeah. do that? Like Batman in the DC universe is really, in my opinion, the only character that actually has real heart yes. because he's actually out for vengeance I for his city. I was going to say Batman, but which, I'm, you know, I yeah. have a soft spot for Batman. Yeah. Um, you get uh, Punisher who's on, on a revenge to, ki- to eliminate evil because evil destroyed his family. Um, but Marvel does a better job, even in comics, with establishing their character it being more about who's behind the mask yeah. than about the mask. And I think with the DC movies, I at least I hope with what James Gunn will do, will make it more about what's behind the mask than what the mask is all about. Because when you watch Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy, especially Volume 2, Volume 2 is more of a father-son story. Yeah. Also, a patriarch dying. Yeah. Um, and... That's James Gunn. So I hope he brings that to DC. But um, we'll I would keep you posting on our thoughts for that. I would say please watch Wakanda Forever. If you enjoyed Chadwick Boseman, get ready for a, a, a wake movie yeah. in a way. And Sophia is agreeing yeah. with me. Yeah. So, you know, on that note. I think Soph's telling us we need to wrap it up. I believe so. Um, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, if we can just say. Uh, not Twitter as much anymore. My wife just gave me the look. I, it, it is what it is. Um, I won't uh, do it, y'all. We have an uh, email address, if we can just say, uh, 918 at gmail.com. Oh, yeah. And uh, please like, subscribe. Um, please subscribe because that helps our analytics with our numbers. So we uh, help, help boost our numbers. Also, uh, please leave a review for us over on Apple. We appreciate that. That helps as well. Try to boost our podcast in the Apple let analytics. It, also, let us know if you've seen any of these movies or if you do watch any or if you you know agree with what we said or have another movie in the vein of these movies that yes. you'd like to share with us. We love stuff like this. So, yep. you know, please let us know. And, yeah, yep. have a great week. I believe that's all we can say this week. Bye, y'all.
to boldly go where no man has gone before.